you believe it, lasses? We're into season two. Season two of Lounging with the Lasses. Kylie Dixon here, founder of the Northern Lass Lounge. Listen, honestly, man, thank you to everyone who is helping our podcast grow. I cannot believe the success already. You're supporting so many small businesses and it means the world to like our community. So before you go, lasses, if you're new to listening to podcasts, help us out by just hitting subscribe and then you'll see all of our new episodes first. Leave a little review and just tell one person, just one person about it and that's it. To join our community of business lasses, head on over to our group where this all started on Facebook, The Northern Lass Lounge. Enjoy! Today, I'm lounging with Melissa Middleton, or Mother Mel, as we all know her and call her in the lounge. From the first day that I rocked into a business startup training in Newcastle, where Mel was hosting the show, I've never really looked back on how just saw how impactful my relationship with Mel has been in all of my successes. Uh, Mel is what I call my business advisor, or she simply calls a coach. That's what she likes to be called. And I just can't put it into words how much I owe Mel for her expertise, her knowledge, her level of her headedness to a certain degree with some of my ideas. I mean, let's face it, some of my ideas are a bit crazy. I mean, I'll never forget the day <laughs> I said to her, I think I'm going to write a children's book about mushrooms and her response was, do it. This is a good one, lasses. Expect crazy, expect parrots, but most importantly, expect good honest crack hello mother mel hello Whoa. i knew this was <laughs> gonna be a loud one i knew it was gonna be a loud and there uh, i mother mel which is now now your name hashtag <laughs> mother mel everybody needs me just use the and hashtag you'll find out listeners you will find out throughout this episode why she's called mother mel and um because it's it's like I wouldn't be here, right? I just wouldn't. I wouldn't be where I am now without you, Mel. Oh, I wouldn't. Oh. I wouldn't, right? Because all of it's a fact. All of the key decisions that go around in an entrepreneur's head, like yeah. that. Um, and I think, oh, I'm going to do this, like this podcast. Should I do your podcast? Ask Mother Mel. <laughs> Got a tax return to do. Just double check with Mel. <laughs> you've been instrumental um but i'm going to let you tell us what your role is and what you're about mel so just just talk to us who are you what do you do why who is mother mel i mean that is the question everybody asks isn't it so i am 36 year old there you go i work for a company called project northeast or pne if we like to shorten it and I am something called a business support coordinator. So what does that mean? In sense, it means I am the manager of anything to do with helping people set up businesses or helping people stay in business and grow their businesses in whatever way, shape or form that means. So that could be delivering training courses and writing training courses, could be doing one-to-one -one coaching, mentoring and business advice, could be helping people identify the right property, finance, tax returns sending people to the lasses lounge for social media support because I can't be bothered to do it myself. Get yeah. in there. <laughs> He's much better than me, lasses. What the heck is TikTok? Coming soon. <laughs> oh, that'll get, that'll get edited out. <laughs> You've been awesome on TikTok, Mel. You should see me as a pumpkin on TikTok. Aye, I'll send you that. <laughs> Finders on there. I don't know what my name is, but Finders. That's how rubbish I am on socials. But the, I mean, the, the big thing that, that I do, I suppose, is I like to inspire people. I like people to also perspire when they're doing some work as well, because there's nothing better than putting in just a little bit of effort, a little bit more effort than you would normally do. So I do like to push you a little bit, but it's about having someone to talk to. I might not even know the answer to the question that you're asking us about setting up a business, about growing a business. I might do 99% of the time, to be fair, I probably do, but I have people around me who can help us. And I also try and get you guys to think of what the answers are as well. Outside of what I do in PNE, I am a director of a kick, a community interest company. It's also a limited company as well, which is all around Blake Law, Newcastle. So I own a post office, a community center, a pub, 
all sorts of things like that. And I like to engage the young people, but also the older people and everybody in between to come and have some fun around there. And I'm also the chair of something called Newcastle City Learning, which empowers adults or anybody over the age of 18 to get into education and do something fun. Um, have a bit of a life about it and at Newcastle City Line and we make it accessible for anybody to come in so it's not really expensive training for example it's, it's ideal for anyone and then I have a five-year-old son I have my partner who's called Fost I've got chickens in the garden but my wi-fi won't reach there so I cannot show you them but there's a couple of chickens in the garden with a coop that we built out of crates and painted red because why not and downstairs because I'm in the games room at the moment because I'm also an avid gamer love a bit of discord if anybody's on there Melvin McMelvmeister is my name oh you know um, that one though oh I know that one <laughs> come and play some rocket league with us and then downstairs I've got five parrots I'll talk to us when I come in are you all right Mel yeah I'm all right so that's why I'm so targeted <laughs> oh, where's your parrot because it's normally sat on your shoulder usually usually there's either a cockatiel or something called a kike sat there going hello hello oh, partner um other than that i'm completely mad that's a given that's a given do you know what it is mel like when uh when people say oh you've got a business advisor that's what i call you right yeah me mate you're kind yeah. of sounding board that's what i use you for and I think you're one of the most down-to-earth people, right? And like that's that's really, really, really been instrumental for me because, uh, you know, when people say a business advisor, they go, oh. Oh, oh suit, suit, yeah. And, and it kind of pushes people away, even yeah. though, like, when I see people who truly need to get to the next step, I'm like, go and speak to Mother Mel, she's a business advisor, and they're like, Ugh. Yeah. Hold on a minute. Why do you think that is? Well... It's the term business advisor. What are they going to tell you? How are they going to advise me how to set up a business and run a business? What, what would you call yourself? I, I call myself a coach. Yes, a business coach. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I wouldn't even call myself a business coach. I'd just call myself a coach because sometimes it's about life. Yeah. You can't run a business without me interrupting with your life as well, for one thing. But I want to know, okay, how are you running your business? Is there anything we can help with that? But I also want to know what's happening in your life as well. Because yeah. I will give you homework and I will push you down. But if I know that there's other things going on in your life, I won't be as harsh. But also I want you to have that confidence to be able to fit certain things in as well. So I'm yeah. definitely a coach because I don't always want, even though I might have the answer, I don't always want to give you the answer. I want you to get that empowerment in you, that confidence to find the answer yourself with just a little bit of guidance. And then you will then tell 10 people what the answer is rather than me having to tell 50 people. So I coach you so you do my job for me. <laughs> but business advisors traditionally, yeah it's like bank managers yeah suits I want to know how much you're earning I want to know what you're using I want to know what insurance you've got no it's none of that I want to talk to you on a human level and I want to see what you're all about what's your crack at the end of the day and I want to I want to make sure that I can help you yeah Yeah. and what I love about our conversations sometimes like you you're very good at picking up on uh, like things that are going on and sometimes Mm -hmm. we've spent a whole I were talking about right how are you going to spend more time with your Ben yeah exactly it's like okay you've got all these things going on let's prioritize half terms coming up that's your priority mm-hmm. and although uh, I mean obviously is my priority but because you're in this whirlwind aren't you and you you, you think you you can sense it instantly and you go hang on a minute Kylie I've all the take a break <laughs> you need some time off and that rings true with you though because when you were on holiday mate you're on holiday aren't you? oh yeah nobody contacts me when I'm on holiday uh, do you know what little secret I don't even go anywhere just sit in my garden and make solitary beehives out of wood and all sorts of things but oh. I tell you what I'm not answering you <laughs> whoever it is even my chief exec nah I'm not answering you um unless something like major catastrophe has happened then I probably will but I, I honestly think that people who run businesses, it's stressful enough having to find the customers and get the money in. Mm-hmm. Remember that you're a human being at the end of the day. An employed person works Monday to Friday, nine to five, 37 and a half hours a week. Why should you have to work any more than that? I do not want 
breakups, marriage breakups, family arguments because you're working, for example. I want everybody to make sure that they pencil in at least 12 hours a day worth of sleep, eat, shower and have a break because that's how it should be. And nobody should be working seven days a week neither. It's a five day a week. Um, and if your business can't do that, then maybe we need to have a conversation. Um, there's something going on. We need to automate something or something along those lines or get somebody to do it so you can have a break. And, and you know how how I work and what makes me tick and you know how much I like to work. So do you yeah. think there's a difference though in those types of people like myself who they don't see a lot of it as work? Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, it's a hobby. It's something that you love. And do you know what? Every single person who I ever meet who set up a business is, is because they're passionate about something. It might be a community business. It might be helping lasses on social media, for example, because, my God, everyone was crying. Um, so let's do something about it. But do you know what? It is a hobby, but it is a business. And sometimes what you forget is that when you step away and you look at the outside world and you go into nature and you go for a walk or you go on holiday, that gives you more ideas for your business when you come back. So you need to have that break from it. And yes, you might love it, but you need to love it for the next 60 years of your life. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to unless you can find that little bit of thing. So all my ideas come from when I'm not at work. Yeah. When I'm at work, oh, I'm doing all sorts of things and I'm helping and I'm, I'm writing code and I'm doing all of this sort of stuff. But actually, my best ideas for my new projects will come from being in the park with my son. Yeah, And that's what you've got to do in your business. You've got to get out there and find mushrooms in the forest. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Talking about mushrooms then. <laughs> Let's go back to the day we met. <laughs> oh, I remember it. I so do. I was, I was working for the bank and I took a big risk, didn't I, by I taking did. the redundancy. I was the main breadwinner at the time. And then... Uh, Someone said to us, why don't you rock along to this place in Newcastle? And I'm talking about it like this because I knew nothing about business. I yeah. nothing about business. And I was like, all right, okay, you know, I'll go through there on a Monday for eight weeks or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, eight weeks. And the value I got out of that, right, from day one has been amazing. And there was literally three people who came in and I just was like, why are more people not using this service? Yeah. It's crackers, isn't it? Do you know why it was, though? It's because it was in a bank. I did a lot of research into locations and delivery and things like that. We didn't market it well enough. Definitely not. The location was wrong. It was in a bank and everybody was put off by the fact you have to go to a bank. And it was eight weeks long. That's a long time for somebody to commit half a day, essentially. Or if you're traveling further to get into Newcastle, to think about if you're only thinking about starting up a business. So actually now what I've done is I've shrunk it into a two-day intensive business course. So you get it done in two days, and then after that you get one-to-ones, you get all sorts of the stuff you would normally get. Mm -hmm. But that was because of the course we did. So I did that for you. I did that for a couple of the other delegates there, by the way. They're all in business, especially the solicitor. He's just employed seven people. I'm like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) You can interview him later. What about the pig farmer? Pig farmers in business. Pig farmer messaged us yesterday and said, you know what, Mel, I've just took on my 7,000th pig. You don't want to know what, I, what he does with them and where they go. <laughs> Vegetarians don't, don't, don't take heed. <laughs> I remember him even so, and people say that about me because of the whole mushroom and how I am. And like, I'm, I, people like that stick in my head, you know? Yeah. It was meant, it was meant. But as soon as we walked through that door, I was there all set up. You walk in, oh, get in, we're going to have a party here. <laughs> Got eight weeks of this. And we know where the free biscuits were as well. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, Mel, I wasn't it, me most confident then. Like, wow. I'd, I'd, just, I'd just finished, finished like me working in a bank where, yes, I grew, I developed as a person, like with confidence, being flung into situations with people talking about business jargon, right? So I had to. But I was still very nervous meeting new people. Yeah. Uh, you, you might have sensed that, like, from the, yeah. from the start. But it's amazing how I've grown since that. Yeah. No, you have. I mean, how incredible you've come from 
that little person walking into the room who yeah there was a little bit of nervous but yeah. there was a little bit of creativity I could tell you were a creative mm. one and then as time goes on to where we are now you're live you stream live you're all over the place yeah but you more importantly you're doing what I do you're helping people as well you're inspiring the next generation of lasses to do something especially up in the north that's really important but do you remember the first exercise we did um in the course was it the pitch where you had to do your before that it was about an item of clothing do you remember you had to introduce your partner's socks yeah so odd socks (laughs) yes remember uh, and now since then i wear odd socks all the time i go into school that's me thing even though it's yours i've flipped it off you lift it fine i'm taking mushrooms i'm getting morellos grown in my garden tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's interesting though what you said about that being a bank yeah because i've looked at spaces for you know we're doing face-to-face events now for the lounge and i look at these places that are quite corporate-y yeah no. what, why do you think that kind of puts people off or, or or flip it around why is it that somewhere like a pub for instance is a better place to have a networking event Because as soon as you walk in, it's familiar. I mean, not that I'm saying everybody goes to the pub every weekend, but it's it feels like your home. Mm -hmm. It feels sometimes the lights are a bit darker and there's nothing worse than white walls. You don't get that in a community. Well, you don't get that in a pub. You don't get that in even an art gallery, for example, or or a barn or anything like that. But when you go into training rooms and especially if you're a little bit nervous you're thinking about setting up a business it's in a bank you're already put off just by saying that you're thinking white walls people walking around in suits the deliverers who's taking the session is going to be stuffy and bank-like because everybody still has this perception of of people who work in banks for example but actually in reality you need somewhere where people can walk in and feel like they're at home if it's a group of creative people, there needs to be colour on the wall. I bring toilet brushes and sponges she does. to my session. She does. <laughs> toilet brush, Mel. Well, <laughs> it's a multifaceted device, isn't it, really? Yeah. I've never, I've, do you know what? Honestly, I've never used a toilet brush to clean a toilet. I don't think I would know how to properly. <laughs> but what it is, it's an ideas generation. It gets you thinking outside the box. So if I hand you a toilet brush, there's two purposes to it. I hand you a toilet brush and say, what would you do with that? If you tell me I clean the toilet, I'd think you're too sensible for setting up a business. <laughs> but if you said that's a toothbrush for a zebra or a back scratcher, perfect. But the other thing is a lot of people use the hands or they should use the hands a little bit more. And sometimes when you're learning about business, it's all theory, it's all words. Somebody's trying to explain things to you. But if you can sit there and just stroke this, the head of this toilet brush, calms you down, gives you something for your hands to do. And actually, you, there's more information going in your head because you're listening, but you're doing something at the same time. So everybody should have a clean, unused toilet brush. To I, have just to, I have to admit, like when we went to... Um, so Mel's helped us and supported us loads in developing our all of our next steps with the lounge, with the membership area, um, with the next level lounge, with meetups and stuff. So we do have meetings up in Newcastle with Mel. And she brought said toilet brush and we were all like, what? But I tell you what, I've never seen Loza Mac be so engrossed with it. She said, didn't you just go shopping to buy, buy one for her or something? <laughs> it's like wow I think she needs a rainbow one didn't she she does she needs a rainbow one but it could be anything you know but any I mean usually the most hilarious things work the best but it's just got to be something that is tangible that's a bit spiky clean but you can just stroke it and and that's all it's about and and don't fling it off people's heads I've had that before <laughs> but if you've just got a little itch as well it's, it's quite handy yeah well mother Mel yeah you obviously have unbelievable knowledge about business it's ridiculous why or how have you picked up these skills because it's interesting isn't it how like people develop these skills over time like where did it start from where was your passion to do business what what was it so it was when I'm originally from Hartlepool so when I was 18 years old I moved up to Newcastle to go to university to study politics oh god don't don't hate me. I no, didn't stay. 
can I, I know I'm sidetracking here, right? But this is a thing that I need to get over, right? Because I, I find politics, I'm not interested in it, right? Now that might sound naive as a person in business. Because no, it sounds I, sensible to me. Like, <laughs> I used to have this uh, um, imposter syndrome when I worked in the bank because it was all about politics. A lot of the conversation, yeah, you have a clue. <laughs> Am I missing something here? Or people who are not interested in politics, should we really be looking at it? You should listen. You mm. should listen to what's going on. But I would say in politics itself is probably the most boring thing you will have to ever involve yourself. <laughs> but you are aware. I mean, everybody is aware of what's going on, situations. And you find that out from, you might have been listening to the news or something like that. Or you've read the paper or there's a Facebook post come up about Ukraine, for example. Yeah, yeah. That's all politics, but uh -huh. we haven't labelled it as politics. Mm -hmm. Politics itself, theory, history, politicians, most boring people I've ever met, okay? Yeah. Most boring topic you'll ever research if you do it. But actually, every day is about politics. You just haven't put a label on it. So don't worry too much if you don't know a bit the difference between who's on the left side who's on the right side and who's in the middle and who's red blue and orange it doesn't really matter um it doesn't it doesn't matter because you are finding the information you you need from other sources without that label put on it so don't worry about it plus i did my degree in politics and then went all oh, right i've learned everything i need to know i'm off <laughs> i think it's like uh and again it goes back to that imposter syndrome like if i if I hear like, inspirational speakers or if I hear somebody doing a podcast about something and then the, the link it back to like the economy and what's going on with the climate and politics. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's lots of lasses like me who feel it like I know I'm not daft. I know I'm quite intelligent and I just feel like there's that part like I'm never going to be able to, to be successful as them because I don't. Quite. No, totally not true. You're a people person yeah. at the end of the yeah. day. And not it's a statistician, isn't it? Yeah. Being a pe people buy from people. That's yeah. the most useful thing you'll ever hear on this podcast all day. <laughs> right? People yeah. buy from people. You need to be a people person. If you mm -hmm. want to bring up a conversation, if you want to start a conversation with a complete stranger, don't talk to them about politics. Don't talk to them about weather. Talk to them about EastEnders. Talk to them about Strictly Come Dancing because they'll either love it or hate it. It's like yeah. Marmite. And yeah. you'll start a conversation. Then you'll be able to sell something to them, for example. You will never need... Or, I mean, there's very few of us who need to have percentages, economics, what's going on in Europe, what's going on for Brexit and stuff like that. What you need to have is somebody who, when the time is right and you need that information, can provide it to you or help you to find it when it's relevant to you. So if you ever needed to put a bid in, and you needed to say, right, well, I want to do something for unemployed people in Newcastle. If you needed to quote how many unemployed people there are in Newcastle, ask us and I'll tell you. Um, that's what people like me are there for, economics, politics, business, all of those things. Be you. Don't be, any, don't be anything like the economic that you, you're seeing or anything like that. Be yourself because that's what people are buying into. Well, lasses, if you like me and you're really not bothered about politics, but you need to ask, just yeah. ask Mel. That's <laughs> me. And I'll say, I wouldn't worry about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but I, I am a sponge and I've been like this since I am. And you can ask my mum. I'll bring her in. Um, I've been like this since the age of about eight or nine. I literally, somebody tells me something learn so it stays there forever at some point I think my head is going to explode because there's so much in there um but the thing that leaves is probably people's names <laughs> it's like <laughs> you move out of that yeah get out name I need to fill you with some absolute rubbish but I should go on who wants to be a millionaire because I know absolutely loads about things that people are not interested in <laughs> it's crackers it's crackers. yeah <clears throat> what was your first business then Mel Oh, web development. Ooh. So I've got a hilarious story for you. How was it? So in, I'm from Hartlepool and they were building this. I was at college at the time studying art. Can you believe it? Oh, God, that didn't last. No. I know. <laughs> in Hartlepool, I went to Hartlepool College. There you go. I went. That's where I did my art A-level. But anyway, I was walking around the town and I saw like they were building this new building in the town centre of Hartlepool. 
And I was like, oh, I'll go and eye up some of them construction workers. Like, let's go and have a look. And I got talking to them, as you do. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, we're building a library. I was like, oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> I'll come back when it's done. And I did. I went back when it's done. And this was new for Hartlepool. Obviously, a library isn't new, but this was a big thing for Hartlepool. So I went in first day, walked all the way at the back, and there was this bright pink book. And it was just shouting at us. It was going, Mel, pick us up. And it just had how to, how to make websites from scratch. And I, like, I went over to it and I was like, oh, might as well do that. I need a bit of a hobby at the moment, make some money. Took that book, walked out of it. Didn't set any alarms off, but I didn't know you had to sign it out. I've still got the book. <laughs> Sorry, Hartley Pool. <laughs> but it was, it was step by step. I know, I'm a thief. It was step by step how to build a website and save it on a floppy drive. Remember them? Oh, yeah. So I built a website, had a bit of fun with it because I happened to have a computer I built it for Hartlepool Borough Council, stuck it on a floppy drive, went and gave it to the council, went, I've made this, I was just playing around, and they went, uh, come here. So we're talking a long time ago. Can you make these for other people? I was like, uh -huh. went, right, set up a business, and I got loads of referrals through to make websites, and that's where my first business was born, essentially, because I was one of the few people who at that time just went, I've made a website, I've put it on a floppy disk, I can do more if you want, 300 quid, whatever. Um, Hartlepool at the time was, was paying for 50% of it, so businesses would only have to pay £100, £150 towards it, and I was minted. And then I thought, right, I better go to uni, but no. <laughs> leave that alone. Let's print T-shirts. What, 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 uh, what was your inspirational business name at the time? Howie, what was, what was it called? Oh, Crazy Fish. <laughs> hey it's memorable isn't it just, well you know when you start writing business plans by the way don't recommend writing a business plan write a business canvas don't need a business plan you only need a business plan if you need money or property okay and if that's the case come to us i'll give you a template i'll help you fill it in why you do, do so many people think they've got it like why do so many people get told oh, right you need to write your business plan let's go and do some training about business plan because unfortunately, the, the air, business advice and business support, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, is still stuck in the 1980s. Yeah. Um, it needs a little bit of zhuzhing. I mean, we're, we're on YouTube and TikTok now, so brilliant, but we need to get the business advice um, up, up, and, and up and going. Um, but you, you only need to write a business plan for those two reasons. The, the rest of it is something that you can change every single day if you need to. So a one pager on your wall that says who you are, what you do, who, what, where, when, how and why. You look at it every day, you've got three objectives written next to it that you're always working towards when you've done one, scratch it off and feel empowered. Don't replace the paper for three years. All of these things I can do on another podcast, but <laughs> stick it on your wall and you've got a business plan and you're more likely to keep reviewing it and things like that. But unfortunately, yeah, a lot of business advisors and companies are still stuck in the ways of, oh, write this business plan. It helps us to get to know you better, get to understand where your gaps are. For me, I'd rather have a conversation with you. And it yeah. can be visual as well, can't it? It'd be photographs, it'd be yeah. like... How Mood we... boards. Got yeah. to keep you inspired. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's crackers. So another thing then, because I would love people to not knee jerk and think that this is another thing that you've got to do because I did it and lost a lot of money websites Mel don't need one right when do you think you will need a website you only need a website if that is your business so if your business idea is to sell from a website or provide e-learning for example or anything like that fine that's the protocol. You're going to have to have a website for that type of business. Any other business, don't, you don't need a website at all. What you need is something called online presence. Yeah. Now, that could be a Facebook page. Yeah. It could be an Instagram, a TikTok. All you need to think about is if somebody searched for me, so if I'm a hairdresser in Newcastle, I'm going to go to Google. If I'm looking for a hairdresser in Newcastle, I'm going to search hairdressers Newcastle. Have you come up? It doesn't matter whether you've come up on the search engine as a website or social media. Um, well, it, yeah, you just need some sort of presence. 
So you're more likely to be higher in the ranks if you're a Facebook group than a website. Website is like running a second business. It needs a plan. It needs care and attention. It needs updating regularly. You need to advertise it and tell people it exists. Otherwise, it just sits there and looks boring as hell. So sorry, web developers, if I've put you out of business, but only people whose businesses are absolute, it's got to be, it's got to be delivered through a website, need a website. I think it's one of the most popular questions we get asked in the lounge. Is, is it? It's, it's um, how much are people paying for a monthly setup for a web web business? And I know a lot of it's to do with the shopping side of it. So mm-hmm. they're for an e-commerce kind of situation. And I, every single time I go back and I just go, oh, do you need one? Yeah. Do you need one? Because I did That's it. Fast. Fast. Mm-hmm. I, I think I spent nearly a grand. Oh, there's a spider on one of my pens. Oh, gives me, yeah. I'll feed him to me chicken. Mm. He's huge, him. Um, so what was I saying? Yeah, I spent, I remember at the time I borrowed the money from my mum, thinking yeah. I needed a website. Thanks, mum. Uh-huh. You got it back though. And um, I think I spent about 700 pounds like that on a website. Now, I've actually gone back to the person and, and said, like, you should really shouldn't have have sold as a website but it was me or naivety at the time mm-hmm. I probably should have asked mother Mel to be fair shouldn't I but do you know what you, honestly we have sometimes we have to do things to learn from it yeah, yeah. So, biggest biggest fail yeah essentially you made a mistake uh-huh. you didn't need a website you spent a bit of money on it but you're not going to do that again and what you're doing now is telling other people think do you need it Mm-hmm. Do you actually need a website? If the answer is yes, then let's see if there is a simple, cheap alternative to going to a web development company. Could we use a Shopify? Could we use some WordPress, for example, with a bit of training? Could somebody else build it for you because they've got funding to do that? But if, if your answer is, I don't know, then the answer is no, you don't need a website. What you need is social media presence. You need to get yourself on directories. So if you're a counsellor, get on the counselling directory. If you are a local business offering plumbing, for example, get on Thompson Local, get on Yell.com. If they ring you and try and sell you stuff, you don't need it, right? You just want to be on there, featured. You don't need a website, but you do need online presence because we live in a world where if you need anything, you'll Google it, mm-hmm. so to speak. So you need to be on there somewhere, but it doesn't need to be a website. And even if you get a go daddy for five pound a month you might think well that's not bad five pound a month it's not five pound a month it's five pound plus a search plus hosting plus buying your url and then they'll sell you seo and all of these other things before you know it you're stuck imagine what you could do with that money for your business you or even for your personal life five pound you could go buy two ice creams for that i know that doesn't sound like much but that's a day out <laughs> do you know what in the park you could do it. You could buy a load of business cards and go to networking events and hand them out. You could do something just so different than having a website. This, well, this is it. You could invest the time absolutely nailing a Facebook page. Absolutely. Like yeah. you can, because you're still going to have to spend that same time learning SEO, learning how it all, yeah. your algorithm works. You might as well do it on Facebook when it's for free. Absolutely, absolutely. And I would recommend some of the Lasses Lounge training as well. And she's not paying me to say this. Um, <laughs> I've spoken to a lot of people who've done them and they're like, oh, right. It makes sense. They've put it in English for me. So mm-hmm. if you go on the Facebook training that they do themselves, uh, what the hell? But if you go on the Lasses Lounge one, it's just simpler. It, it's just, it's literally more practical and it says makes more sense. And then play around with it. Don't get disillusioned if Facebook doesn't work in the first couple of weeks give it three months give it three months do your hashtags do your train and do all of these things and then see how you're getting on with it as well and my god go live <laughs> everyone should go live including me oh, I, I, i'm i'm like this because i am very very conscious mel of how many people are like so against it right because of confidence and um self-belief and all of that right yeah. And I, I get it, right? So I am very careful about how I respond to people. But more and more people are here just going, just go live. Just go. And I know there's there's other communities as well where they push people in there. You should be going live. You should be going yeah, live. That, that's wrong to push people. But it, is, but it works. It, it does. Works. <laughs> it works. And do you know what? 
think about your reasons. If you're if you're hesitant about going live on Facebook, we'll talk about that for a second. Why are you hesitant? Do you not want people to see you first? Is that the problem? Or are you worried about your voice and things like that? Okay, put an auto tuner on your voice. Dead easy. You can download it for free. Plus, an auto tuner makes you sound like a little bit of a frog, or you can sound <laughs> like an American. You can do all sorts of things with oh it. My God. Um, well, you do it on FaceTime all the time when you change your face, you can change your voice as well. So you could do that. Or if you're worried about people seeing your face, a lot of people have a good reason for that. Um, you'll have your own reasons. Don't show your face. Show your hands. Mm -hmm. Those are beautiful things. And you can do all sorts with your hands. You can do magic tricks. There's no reason why, let's say, this camera doesn't have to be on my eyes, for example. I'm saying the eyes on my top, by the way. <laughs> You don't have to show your face. Or you could get somebody else to do the video for you, friend, family member, watch it back, give yourself a confidence boost, then you do it. So I do think going, I mean, I know it, going live, if you've got a Facebook group, even just once a month, makes people buy from you because they see you're a real person. They hear your voice, your dulcet tones, your Hartley Puddlian accent, all of those different things and go, oh, I'm buying from her. Mm -hmm. I'm totally buying from her. So just do it. But And just to drop it in there, mm -hmm. um, and it is a, it's not just a plug, to be honest. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal part of the, the Next Level Lounge is Amy's um, confidence stuff that you yeah. to yeah. help you grow into a person who just believes in themselves a little bit more. So they've got that that they're too brave to do it yeah you know? absolutely I remember being really shy I know you won't believe that, Me too. that was, I, yeah. can you imagine dead oh. shy <laughs> I at school I was the one that was not sat on the back benches but I was sat in the corner if the teacher asked us a question I was like oh hell mm -hmm. um, um I better get this right because everyone's looking at me and then that kind of passed over for us but as time went on and I thought do you know what I am who I am I'm never going to change who I am. I can't, <laughs> even if I wanted to. People need to hear what I have to say. If I want to run a business, then I need to speak. It just kind of bottled in there. But even going to networking events, if you're a bit shy about networking events, take someone with you. Absolutely yeah. take someone with you. If you can't take anyone with you, if it's a good networking event, it'll be set up right, go to the kettle, because that's where you go when you're nervous. And then you slowly rotate yourself or introduce you to the rest of the room. Don't even talk to anybody now. You don't have to. Oh. Um, just wear a T-shirt with your branding on and a QR code on the back. Pfft, somebody will scan it. Um, and as time goes on, you'll get more confident with it. I used to be terrible at small talk. Like I felt horrific in situations where I, had, I felt as if I was trying to constantly find a common ground with somebody. Yeah. So that small talk would be all right, but... Now, I mean, now I'll just walk into anywhere now. Yeah. And, and, and social media has helped us with that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, get getting out there a little bit more. Yeah, social media is the digital getting out there. It's digital network and then go and do it in person. But look at somebody's appearance. If you're wanting to talk to somebody, but you don't know how to engage with them, look at what they're wearing. I know that sounds wrong, but they might have a really nice handbag or wearing a hat or a really cool watch or some shoes that are quite lurish or also look quite comfortable start your conversation with that and then say right tell us a little bit about what you do just 30 seconds and then you flip it around and then before you know it you've had a cup of tea and you've you've signed a contract to work with each other um maybe not but you know <laughs> it's all about eyeballing people <laughs> eyeball them and see what's a little bit different well, about them what advice it is because i think a lot of people go in and they don't even think about preparing a little bit it's more like you're just flung in at the deep end and then you go and panic whereas if you just think about right i'm going to check out what that person's wearing i'm going to see yeah. what, what what kind of things that they're holding what what have they got on their feet and that's a massive help that yeah. i think yeah, yeah absolutely yeah it's fun talking about social media then mm. um I've been dying to ask and like get into a conversation with you about this because you're you're not you're not always there what I mean not always no. there like I know you're watching Mel because when we have our sessions you know exactly what's been going on you know everything that's oh, going yes. on you're watching but how do you use 
and, and you might not how do you use social media for your business or do you feel you're like one of the lucky ones who doesn't necessarily need it as much because no, I don't say you all the time no you don't because I also work under the background of the PNE logo as well so PNE has its own social media account for me I I don't have a really good relationship with social media I am one of those now anyway who likes to talk to people on the phone likes to have a conversation face to face but I also feel like in some cases social media is a very positive affirmative place Mm -hmm. and sometimes I just don't I I mean like you said I observe everything I watch the world go by so to speak but I only involve myself one if I think I can help somebody who's posted something or if I feel like there is something where they need they they're really wanting some attention but I hardly ever post like something about myself unless it's my little boy's just got a certificate because he's not in detention this week for example (laughs) but I just feel like if people want to get to know me Mm -hmm. come to Durham or come to Newcastle so I live in Durham come to Newcastle where I am and let's have a cup of tea and talk first then let's talk on social media um but yeah I think my downside is I need to get into social media a little bit more so I am going to do the lasses training and well more of it anyway I've done a little bit at the moment I am going to do more but I I just feel like I'm still a little bit harsh relationship with it um and I do need to get my confidence up with posting more about my life not just my business as well over Instagram and social media and I'm I'm trying but sometimes I just kind of I don't want to share the fact that I've just had an ice cream in Saltwell Park but people really really like it <laughs> I know or here's a picture of me me, kitchen, me chicken having a bath in the mud I, I really don't think people are interested in that but they are so maybe yeah, I and you know they are because you tell other people that they are I know, so I it, know. that's interesting isn't it because you yeah. are very very confident on when you're talking to people on video on but I just I didn't know whether there was an element of it where if you you don't need it so why use it whereas my business and a lot of the the lasses in the lounge the types of businesses that they've got very product-based businesses and service as well like it's very different to what you do and you can kind of get away with not using it as much I can I'm, I'm really umbrella, haven't you you've got that umbrella PNA over and they've got their own social media so yeah no I'm, I'm really fortunate in the fact that at the moment I don't need to rely on people being referred through social media for example because I'm out and about I'm getting I, I, we've been oh, going for 42 yes. years <laughs> but I, I get word of mouth recommendations usually from you um but I'm quite fortunate but that doesn't mean that this is going to happen forever so yeah. I definitely need to upskill myself in the world of social media I suppose the other thing as well is I and I tell this to everybody don't live your life on social media especially for your business one hour a day is enough but you've got to do maybe the Sunday before you would spend three hours pre-planning and then you've got an hour a day. That's it. And I still think a lot of people think, well, if I'm going to use social media, especially for my business, I've got to be there and responsive every second of the day. And it's just not true. Wow. But I need to get that out as well. I teach that, but I don't <laughs> listen to my own advice. <laughs> people just get caught in the scroll hole, don't they, man? Like. I've had to be so strict you know how much effort goes into my social media and me spaces and you know it's like a it's a it's a two-way situation happening because I get so much engagement and so many people interacting that if I went in there more than what I do I'd be there all day all day I'd just be up there so I remember when I came to your your sessions and I'd already had success on social media and something that that stuck in my head you were like right 15 minutes on the morning 15 yeah. minutes on the afternoon 15 minutes on the night and I kid you not that is something I've stuck by and I now teach yes. every I mean yes if I've got a promotion going on or something I'll have to lean into it a little bit more but then I'll make sure the next week I'm like yep I'm not on there and people think I'm on it all the time I'm very clever at looking like I am but I'm mm-hmm. not yeah, absolutely <laughs> I wouldn't get anything done 
No, I know you you spend your whole life talking and, and not doing <laughs> essentially. But you I mean you do something really interesting as well. If you go on holiday, pin a post at the top. We do this quite a bit as well. Pin a post to the top and just say, look, I'm on holiday. I ain't gonna reply. Mm-hmm. And okay, you might look at it a little bit. Like I do when I'm on holiday, I have a look to make sure I'm getting all the gossip, for uh-huh. example. I know what's going on, but I ain't replying because I'm on holiday. Uh-huh. And you've got to really stick to that. If there's an emergency, someone will ring you. They will not social media message you. Um, so just leave it alone. Yeah, 15, 15 minutes, three times a day. And then you've got a 15 minute spill over each other. That's it. Uh-huh. That's all you need. I have to say mine as well, 15 to 30, because I've got them in that many bloody places that I manage. <laughs> but I've got the team around us now who help us, haven't I? Yeah. So- Talking about the lounge door, Mel, mm-hmm. when you joined, how mm-hmm. again, when you joined? Oh my goodness. I'm going to go 2020, probably February. Am I right? Well, November 2020, oh. which was actually five months after it started. So I either dragged you in kicking or screaming. Where or- was it? <laughs> oh. I must have thought, nah, I don't know what she's on about here with this lounge thing. It'll have been that blooming COVID. Everyone, honestly, when, when we all got sent home at the beginning of COVID, everyone thought, oh, Melissa's been furloughed. I was bored. I was bored. Oh, you were bored? Thanks. I was. No, I was. I'm bored now. No, no. For the first three months from lockdown, People honestly thought I'd been furloughed or something had happened. So the amount of people getting in touch with us has dropped. And I was just like, what the hell am I going to do? And I ended up thinking, and then finally you got in touch and let us know the Lasses Lounge was up and running. I was like, all right, let's have a gander. Bloody hell, this is mint. I ain't leaving. (laughs) Got me on hashtag now, mate. (laughs) Why do you think it works so well, the lounge? Because it's so natural. It is so natural. It is Northern Lasses being Northern Lasses. That's what it's all about. Lasses swear, the fart, and they can in the Lasses Lounge. Do you know what I mean? I trip up into a hedge or the wind blows me into a hedge. I put that on the Lasses Lounge and everyone's like, not are you all right? It's like, that is hilarious. And that's what I want. I don't want sympathy because I fell in a hedge. I want people to laugh at us because it was blooming hilarious. And that's the type of person I am. And the Lasses Lounge is just so, it is, it's it's true. Nobody's being any, trying to be anybody they're not. Uh-huh. There is a few people I noticed who are a little bit shy. They might only post now and again or comment now and again. And do you know what? Don't worry about it. Comment. Right. Exactly. Comment. Talk about the stupid things that are happening in your life. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Because you know what? There isn't going to be any... There'll be answers in the lasses' lounge if you need help. There always is. But if you just want to put something up that's hilarious, people will laugh with you and at you. <laughs> Which is what Northern lasses do. And you've got to be able to laugh at yourself. And, if, like, I'm an advocate of that. And, ah, something something yeah. ridiculous happens to be. I'm in there telling them yeah. about it. It's like... Yeah. I mean, I was about to put a post up before we came on about how I've just stood in a massive pile of chicken poo and so now I'm footless. I'm, I'm literally, I've got no socks on for the first time in my life, I'm just saying, because uh, I've stood in chicken poo. From <laughs> the toes are coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say there? Oh, so, yeah, it's, it's like in comparison to other because there's loads out there, isn't there? There's loads of groups, even just like there's lasses group, there's there's women's groups, but they call them women's groups, ladies groups, all of these things. At the end of the day, we are northern lasses and that's who we are. We talk like northern lasses, we act like northern lasses, whatever that means. Just be the same in the lasses lounge and it's the only place. I've been doing this job, so to speak, for 15 years this year right I know how insane is that oh and and what I see is that this is a place where lasses talk to each other support each other through the good times and the bad the 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 beautiful and the ugly the bushes and the trees the mushrooms in the forest we have a laugh 
And there's not many places you can do that, especially online. Can't wait for the Lasses Lounge to actually have a massive sofa and a physical space where we can just go in and have a and right crack on. I hope you're coming to our event. In seeing has, has everybody found a place to stay? Well, I've I, I, I informed the police. You're coming from miles away, home work nasty. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be huge. Bushy Towers roof. We were talking about, weren't we? <clears throat> um, it's a good a good example, though, isn't it? In fact, not a good, a prime example of what I bleat on about all the time, and you do as well. Your ideal client. So, yeah. Although it our niche is northern lasses with businesses yeah. running them off the side of their desk, they're all mums, they've got kids, they're da, 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 da. Yeah. Because our connection with that ideal client is so powerful, people come from all over the place. So yeah. immediately, go people go well. When I try and teach people or coach people around ideal client, mm-hmm. they can't grasp the fact that the more niched you are, yeah. the impact you'll have. Like, I know, but then I've got all these people all over here who won't come in. The will. The will. The will. Because what you're doing is you're targeting your market. You're saying, this is the little, the little people of 25 billion people. I am targeting that place. I will saturate that market. And then I will move on to something else or they will organically come into me. So you've just got to really pinhole who are you trying to attract, make all your market and all your communications aimed at that group and other people will come in anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, Northern lasses it, itself, the term is the most appealing term for Northern lasses, but also lasses in London as well, because they want to be more Northern. We are fun Generally speaking, we are fun, overwhelmingly creative, beautiful women at the end of the day. And people in London who are sitting in stuffy jobs in accountancy firms and all of these things, and yeah, they're earning book books, are not as happy as we are. <laughs> We're happy when we make a tenner and can buy a Mars bar. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> Honestly, I have to say, I, I met, I've been working with a woman for a number of years and we did our tax return last week. And she made, not profit, income, £2,000 in a year, right? I have never seen someone so happy in my entire oh, life. She, had, she literally had a party. She spent all the profit, <laughs> like the £100 profit or whatever it is. She made that two grand on her own. Like yeah. In London, people are going, it's a bit shit, isn't it? A bit crap, that. Pardon my language. Uh-huh. Up here, it's mint. We made two grand. You made it yourself. Get in next week. Yes, come on. <laughs> I love it. It's just be yourself and be happy. Whatever the world brings you, the universe has said that's what you, you're destined to have. Be happy about it. Be yourself. Be natural and get in the lasses lounge. <laughs> so we're going to move on to Mel, the part of the show which uh, is called Why I Lass. Why I? There's a jingle there. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the jingle I need that I keep asking for. One day, right, when I do this, there'll be a jingle involved and people will be like, she's finally getting that bloody jingle. She just keeps talking about why I last. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've asked the team. My beautiful, oh, oh, we're going for a cup jig. Let's have a go. My beautiful lounge legends who know that I'm interviewing you today. So they have tailored their question. Oh, no, it'll be a bloody tax question. <laughs> Oh, no. How do I dodge tax? You don't pay it. It's good. There'll be nothing like that. There'll be nothing. I know. <laughs> oh, it's from our Ruthos. Oh, come on, Ruth. What have we got? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know that look. Ruth says, Mel, Mother Mel, would you rather wear mm-hmm. pants three sizes too big mm-hmm. or shoes three sizes too small? And oh, more. pants. All the way. Do you know why? Because you can... <laughs> My pants are three times too big, and let's be honest, they are at the moment because I've lost a little bit of weight, but not enough. But anyway, I can stick stuff down them and I can have, you know, I've got a partner. can be like, do you want to have a guess what's in these big pants? Yeah. I could stick a chicken in there and, and have a little joke with it. Um, I could do all sorts of things. I could stick my toilet brush in and use it as like some sort of carrier. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, tell you a funny story now. <laughs> Go on then. So my dad. Uh-huh. You know, my dad plays a big part in my life. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. The grump in my stories. Uh, he'll kill us for telling you this. 
So he thought that shoes just hurt, right? <laughs> so he thought that shoes were just meant to hurt. He just thought that, that, that's what happened. And right up until he was an adult, he went into a shoe shop and got his feet measured. And he'd been wearing the wrong size shoes for years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> the poor guy. The size is too small, Mel. And then he puts the right size shoe on. He's going, oh, these are amazing. They're so spacious. Turns out he's had a broken toe for a million years because they're so squashed in. <laughs> oh, bless his cotton socks. So he would definitely want shoes too big. I, I Definitely going for the big pants. Definitely going for the big granny pants as well. <laughs> what, what I'm going to ask you, a couple, two questions here. One. Where do you see the lounge in three years' time? And what are your next goals? So a lounge in three years' time is going to have a physical space with a big, a big, big sofa. Right. Um, it's going to be, do you know what? It, it might get some funding to start off with, but it ain't going to be reliant on funding because I really don't want that to happen. It's going to be a commercial entity. It's going to have lasses in there, having parties, all sorts of things. It's going to be inspirational to the hilt. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be pink. We and to go in the northeast. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's going to be. You need some business advice. You don't go to Mel. You go to the lasses lounge because she's already in there having a cup of tea and eating all the free bits <laughs> on the sofa. Um, it's it, it's going to have a physical space. I know it will. Um, absolutely. That's what I want the lasses lounge to be. Um actual on I, I don't I was gonna say I, I don't want it to like expand anywhere neither I want it to be a northern lasses lounge I don't I want really, a lads lounge I, I, yeah. I really say that yeah. if, if we did start filtering across to like different countries it would just lose no. authenticity no. wouldn't it exactly I've seen businesses who have done that thing and franchised it out or grown in different places and actually go back to your basics. PNE stands for Project Northeast because we're always Northeast and we will be for the rest of our lives. Me in three years' time. Right, are you ready? I'm going to train or at least be on my way to training to be a vet. <gasps> Caution! Yeah. Yes. Because I'm, I'm sick of going to the vets with the chickens and the parrots and them going, oh, well, we don't understand exotic animals or poultry. And I'm like, right, give us the needle and I'll stick it in them because I know what's wrong with them. So I'm going to train to be a vet. Our <laughs> time or like on a night or something, is that what you're going to do? Or... Yeah, I'm going to study on a night, yes. work in a vets on a weekend. So any vets out there who need a volunteer, give us a shout. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. <laughs> and then at, at the end of it, I'll have another business at the end of it. Um, but I'm purely doing it because I want to know that if one of my animals is ill, I don't have to drive them all the way over to Hexham or Morpeth or anything like that to see somebody who doesn't have a clue anyway, but can give them drugs. I want to be able to give them myself. Um, and I want to help other people who've got animals and poultry and especially parrots and help people to teach how to look after your budgie, how to make it poo on its own place instead of on top of your head, all sorts of things like that. Um, I'm thinking about spawning another child in the next three years as well because oh, I didn't yeah. Like, yeah I liked being pregnant I didn't like being off work for nine months so I'll probably just be off for a month and then just strap it to me but exactly I did I loved being pregnant and I love my little boy so much but I think he needs a friend because I'm his best friend at the moment yeah. <laughs> and things like that um what else I want to be more digital in business support so in terms of my work stuff I want to have a meta shop. I want to open like Nike has and have business support in the meta universe. Ooh. I want to do more TikToking, more Facebooking, more Instagramming, but just a little more YouTube videos and things like that. And I essentially want to be a world famous superstar, but oh. giving business advice. <laughs> doable. Exactly. All of this is doable. All of this is doable. It's just a matter of, Giving, like now I've said it out loud, I'll do all three of those things. Um, I'll tell my partner about the baby. He'll probably have kittens, but you know, that's what I want <laughs> at the end of the day. And Mel gets what she wants, but I work, I will work towards it and I will make sure that those are things that I've done. And that's what everybody should do. As soon as you say something out loud, do it. 
plan it in, strategize it in. You don't have to make a massive Gantt chart or anything like that. Just keep saying to yourself, I am going to have a baby. I am going to train to be a vet. I am going to be a well-famous superstar. And if you keep saying this, it'll happen. I am going to be in Waterstones. Bush! And what, where, where are you now, Pete? Waterstones. 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 Listen, I could talk to you all day, man. All day. Um, and I know we catch up all the time. And I look forward to our next chat. Because, yes, you have been a huge inspiration to me and to the lasses. And you've been an inspiration to me and the lasses. And I'm saying that on behalf of everybody. Keep uh-huh. doing what you're doing. But my God, have a holiday. Please. <laughs> I say it every time I see you. Have you booked your holiday yet? <laughs> you need yeah, a I've, got, I've got little pockets. I like to have, you know me, I like to have four, three, four day holidays. That's enough for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to do, I think we're going to do a week next year somewhere. I'm going to Legoland, me. See? In August. I'm not like that, me. I'm going to Paris. Um, aye. Mm, nice. Liverpool match tonight, is it? You're just jumping on a train. <laughs> football no <laughs> he's down liverpool he's at a stag do so god knows there uh... it's all right the plane in france you'll be fine oh, okay. you'll be fine but i'm a middlesbrough supporter anyway so all you middlesbrough supporters because i know there's some lasses out there keep following the dream living the dream well thank you so much you've been amazing and thank uh, you so see you in the lounge yeah see you bye